If you've ever been building a business or doing anything that was big and significant in your life, putting a lot of time, effort, and resources into it, you know how frustrating it can be when you do not see immediate results. The question is, how do you course correct? How do you get on the path where you actually begin to not only get great results, but have the consistency of those results so that you can duplicate it and do it again and again and again consistently? And more importantly, If you're not getting those results and you're looking for the answers, where do you find the answers and what is it that really ultimately decides how high, how fast, and how far you fly in your business, in your life? We're going to be talking about much more than that today here on the Elite Marketing Pro Daily Dose of Awesome. My name is JT DeBolt. Great to be with you guys. Coming on out here, let me know where you are tuning in from and as you do, Let me say good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, whatever time it is for you, no matter where you might be tuning in from on the Big Blue Marble, thank you for joining us here each and every single Monday through Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. Always a privilege and an honor to share some airspace with my high-altitude buds, and I am really stoked to be with you here. It's a Tuesday morning here on the West Coast of the United States. Great to be with you guys. Always looking forward to it. What's up, Chuck Q, and good to see you, my friend. Samra is in the house. Paul North. Ron D'Agostino is here. Good to see you guys. Listen, I really appreciate it. It's, it's always so much fun to see my friends coming out here, jumping out on the uh, Daily Dose. Uh, it's a real privilege and an honor to share some time with you guys. So I want to give you guys something that I think uh, is one of the more important messages that I've delivered in quite a while. And the reason that I find it to be important and really kind of the, the impetus behind what I'm teaching you today is an overall trend that I've observed in entrepreneurs. A lot of times people come up to me and they'll say, hey, listen, you know, I've been working really hard on my business. I'm not quite getting the results that I want. Uh, Can you recommend any resources? Do you have a reading list? I get this question quite a bit. In fact, my wife just got this the other day. She had a person ask her, what's your recommended reading list? Uh, I have people that say, hey, can you point me in the direction of an answer or a solution? And, and I get it. And actually, really, uh, it's, it's an awesome question. It's far better than saying, well, nothing works. You know, I, I can't do this and things like that. So I want to jump right out here and tell you where the kind of inspiration for today's message came from. First and foremost, it came from really the pains that I've been uh, kind of talking to people with, uh, talking them through. They're kind of coming to me and explaining some of the things that they're challenged by. So that's the that was the inspiration. How might I help these folks get through a very common pain? Uh, the other thing that I have to tell you is that it was also fueled by a really important resource. So for those of you that are always looking for resources or asking for re- reading recommendations, I'm going to recommend this book right now. Hopefully you can see it. It's not too bright. <laughs> it's called Grit by Angela Duckworth. If you have not read this book or you have not got it, get yourself on Amazon and grab a copy of this. Uh, if you are an audio audiobook person, then by all means grab it. But uh, if you're like me and you like the actual physical book, the reason I like the physical book is that I'm able to highlight it, make notes in the margins, do all that kind of stuff. That's my jam. And I like to physically do it with my hand, uh, you know, so that it's, it's kind of one of those tactile sort of experiences. This is a book that I personally believe should be recommended reading for all entrepreneurs, uh, if nothing else, just for the title itself. A lot of times people say to me, hey, you know, what does it take to be successful in business? What do I need to do to be successful in, in you know, a high achieving or, or an area that's, that might be highly competitive? And especially in business, especially if you're going to be a, a business owner and a professional entrepreneur, I think the, I think the uh, characteristic of grit, having grit, is one of the most important things you can have in business and in life. 
Now, the reason I'm sharing this with you, I'm not here to do a book review. That's up to you. You go read the book and tell me what you get from it. I want to talk to you about what I call a trap. It's a four-letter acronym for the, the four kind of big things that kill people's results in business and life. These four things are things that, quite frankly, even as a society, we have a tendency to over-glamorize. So we're going to be talking about those as we jump out. If you have read this book or if you're familiar with the book Grit, give me a shout out in the, in the comments. Let me know if you've read it before. Uh, I'd love to see how many people have actually read the book. Um, what's, what's crazy about this is, uh, I think it's kind of an under glamorized thing. People don't like to talk about grit because grit sounds mean. It sounds awful. It sounds painful, right? When you think of grit, you think of like sandpaper, you think of, you know, having a rock in your shoe, something that's gritty or, or you grit your teeth, you know, you're, you're chomping down in your teeth. What you're not thinking about is flow and ease and all the things that society loves to over glamorize, right? So the idea of grit is I think a little bit misunderstood. But what's amazing about this book is it's written by Angela Duckworth. And Angela Duckworth is actually a PhD. Uh, and she did this starting off as a uh, school teacher. She noticed that there were certain students in her class. She was teaching in kind of a tough inner city um, school. She realized that there was something that differentiated the top performing students in her, in her elementary school from those that were not performing well. And what was compelling was you might think, well, the higher performing students were the ones that had the higher IQ, um, you know, better intellect, more talent, so on and so forth. And it turns out that's not exactly true. And for all my athletes in the house, if you've ever played competitive sports, you know this to be true as well. Now, what first got my attention about Angela Duckworth in this book was when she started working with the Seattle Seahawks, my favorite football team. As you can tell, the Seahawks uh, light is lit right here. Go Hawks. What was interesting was she found that there was a lot of grit inside the culture of the Seattle Seahawks. In other words, they're not necessarily looking for the first-round draft picks and the All-Americans and everything that everybody likes to glamorize. And in our society, especially here in the United States, but it's really worldwide, we have a tendency to over-glamorize uh, a couple of things. I'm going to talk about the four things today, really the four killers, the trap, if you will, for success. What Angela Duckworth noticed about the Seattle Seahawks and other high-performing organizations is they have this tendency to look for grit. They look for gritty individuals, people who will show up regardless of what the, the situation has or whatever the conditions are and show up and deliver regardless. So what are these four killers, this trap that I'm talking about? And I use the word trap as an acronym, T-R-A-P. Well, the first one is uh, the T is talent. We have a tendency to put way too much emphasis on talent. And this is oftentimes what uh, leads us to get into uh, to comparitis. If you've ever been online, you're looking at people in the industry that are doing well, you might say, well, they're exceptionally talented. You know, maybe they're well-spoken. Maybe they write well. Maybe they've got copywriting skills. Uh, maybe they just have a natural knack for being in front of people. They have that you know, that is special like magnetism, whatever it might be. Well, if I don't have that, you know, you think to yourself, well, I don't have that. It's a talent that I don't have. All of a sudden, what we've done is diminished ourselves, right? We say, this person that's got talents way up here, and I put myself down here, and we start to see a gap. And when we see that gap, we start to think, well, that gap is going to define how fast and how far we go with our business. What I want you to do right now is realize that talent is absolutely important. I get it. And I'm not saying that if you have a natural talent, you shouldn't honor that. What I am here to tell you right now is that I have seen people with zero talent, 
In fact, you're looking at one right now, zero business talent, turn around and create successful businesses. I've created a multiple six-figure business uh, throughout my entire 10 and a half years of, of entrepreneurship, and it had zero, it was very little to do with talent. I did not grow up as a natural entrepreneur. Uh, I never had, you know, a paper route or a lemonade stand or any of that crazy stuff. I didn't do all the stuff that everybody seems to, you know, look at as saying, well, that's natural talent when it comes to business. Even as a speaker, I did very well as a speaker when I was on the tour and on, out on the uh, circuit quite a bit, but it didn't come from being naturally talented at it. All of these things I had to work for. And what I have found through my years of, of working with executives, athletes, entrepreneurs on their high performance mindset, strategy, and execution is that the people that have a lot of talent oftentimes, oftentimes take that for granted. They take their talent for granted, so they don't put in the same amount of hours. They don't put in the same amount of reps. They don't take the same the same kind of risks that people who don't have the talent might take. And they aren't willing to take the criticism. A lot of times when people have a lot of talent, it also is followed by ego. Maybe you've seen this before. If you are building a business right now and you're saying to yourself, well, I don't have a lot of talent, or you're looking around and you see people that have more talent than you, understand this. You don't have to be super talented to be successful in business. Talent can be developed over time. It's called having skill sets and the, and the execution of those skill sets. That's the stuff that comes around and you can start to develop that talent. If this is making sense for you, give me a one in the chat box. If you've said to yourself, listen, man, I've seen people with great talent. Um, I've also seen those people that are less talented get beat right? Or outperform. Maybe it's not beat. I know all of a sudden we don't like this idea that somebody might lose, but quite frankly, you've seen people with talent get their asses kicked by people who will outwork them. If you've ever seen this, give me a one in the chat box. By the way, uh, Bart just typed this in a Herb Brooks uh, uh, quote. You don't have enough talent to win on, or you don't have enough talent to win on talent alone. And dude, that is the truth, my brother. That came from Herb Brooks, the head coach of the U.S. Olympic hockey team back in 1980 when they defeated the Russians. This was back when the Soviet Union was still the Soviet Union. Severe underdogs were the U.S. Uh, hockey team. Lake Placid, New York, if you guys don't know the story, uh, go ahead and look it up and you'll see what I'm talking about. But Herb Brooks was a legendary le leader, coach, and really, you know, in my mind, a, a great philosopher of success principles. So, man, I love that one. James Concilio in the house. What's happening, brother? Um, good to see you, man. It was awesome to hang out with you this last weekend. Uh, okay. So lots of people getting this They're you know, they got thumbs up for the, for the idea that you could, they understand you guys are starting to understand that talent can be overrated. Now, by no means am I saying talent isn't important. Okay. Again, if you've got a natural talent, maybe you're a great writer, maybe you're a prolific speaker, maybe you have the ability to, to really motivate and inspire people. If you have that natural talent, then by golly, freaking run with it. Okay. I'm not saying don't use it. What I am saying, though, is it's one of these things. It's a trap that we fall into. We start to obsess or almost almost like worship talent. And it becomes this weird sort of condition where people all of a sudden subjugate themselves by putting them in a box, putting themselves in a box. They either say, I am talented or I'm not talented based on this particular set of criteria. So it's extremely important. I see a lot of people uh, going with this one. All right, man. Hey, what's up, Lucia? Good to see you. All right. The next one, the R in trap, is results. Now, this is a crazy one. This is like the weirdest thing in the world because what we'll say is I want to get results, right? I'm very committed to getting results in my business. We start getting all obsessed with the results. We see other people having results. We don't have results, and all of a sudden, it becomes 
a major hamster wheel. It becomes this obsession over what's working or what's not working as opposed to what is working. Here's the simple reality. I just got done saying this from stage. Uh, I spoke at an event this past weekend uh, to a group of entrepreneurs and I was talking about this. Results are nothing more than metrics. That's it. All results are is an indication of the quality of your strategy, your execution, and your follow-through. That's it. It's really straightforward. Unfortunately, most people, especially beginning in business, when they plunk down a whole bunch of money for their business or they got a ton of money going into their ads, they say to themselves, I need a return on investment now. And when they're not getting the return and they're not getting the quote result that they want, they start to get discouraged. They start to get pissed off. They start to get angry. They start to say, this isn't working. Here's the reality. It's working. I'm looking you straight in the eye right now. If you're somebody right now who's struggling financially, you say to yourself, my business isn't kicking back the kind of money I want it to, you are not failing. You are in business right now. Now, what you're doing may not be rendering the result you want, but the instant you start to obsess over results, and more importantly, more dangerously, the instant you start attaching your results to your identity, that's where you are putting the noose around your neck. This is where you have to step up grow up, and be a freaking professional, okay? It's okay to want results. It's great. In fact, if you're not thinking about results, then maybe your mind's not in the right place. But if you obsess over results, that's where it becomes toxic, all right? That's where it becomes very dangerous. So don't fall for the smokescreen and BS that this industry and a lot of business industries like to profess Start talking about results. You see all these people with all the fake stuff like the cars and the jets and the houses and the boats and all that crap. You got to know that half the time those people don't even own that stuff. They rented it for the, for the picture shoot, you know, the photo shoot or the video shoot. And the whole point I'm trying to get to is, is it not even the thing that's important? It's only an indication of the quality of your strategy, your execution, and your follow through. What's more important, the thing that I like to, be, like to be obsessed over is the process. What kind of processes do you have in place? Do you have a process in place? That's the thing that you want to you really focus on. In fact, when, when I was reading this book, Grit, you know, she was talking about how people, uh, students and professionals and, and organizations, it's, it's the way they go about their, their process, the way they go about getting their results, not the result themselves. That's the thing that you really want to get stoked about. And here's the great thing. Here's the part that, uh, that should relieve a ton of stress and take a lot of weight off your shoulders. You can have a process in place from day one. If you've got mentors out there and you're following your mentorship, then you've got a process. And they're teaching you a process and helping you refine that process. It's, it, you're going to have the process before you have the result. And the process is the thing that you can duplicate over and over and over again. The process is the thing that you can refine. The process is the thing you have the control over. That's cool, right? I mean, right off the bat, that should give you a sense of relief. And if it does, if knowing that the result is less important than the process, and if you buy into that notion, I want you to give me a two in the chat box because I want to see all those folks out there that really get this. You have to understand, my friends, listen, I'm not saying results aren't important. They absolutely are. But the path to getting the results is having an effective process. And so if you obsess over the results and you're not getting the results, that's where you get discouraged. That's where your mindset gets all twisted around and you start doing backflips and you don't sleep and you start thinking this isn't working and start telling yourself a story that's probably not very accurate. If, on the other hand, you're obsessed over the process and you're focused on the actions that you're taking and you're in an evaluative standpoint, then all of a sudden, guess what happens? You have control. 
because you're starting to focus on the things that you can control and more importantly, the things that actually bring the result anyway. This is the whole reason that I have a real problem with people trying to visualize success. They put their freaking vision board up and they got pictures of all this stuff and all that really is is a picture of end results. The car, the house, the boat, all this BS that they put on those freaking cork boards, all that is is an obsession over a result as opposed to obsessing over developing the skill set, right? Developing the grit <laughs> that it takes to actually get the result. So if this is making sense for you guys, give me a two in the chat box. All right, lots of people giving twos. No BS allowed. <laughs> right on, man. I love it. Cool. Very good. All right, now next is this. You've probably heard this. This, uh, this is part of the trap. You've heard this notion that it takes money to make money. Now, there might be a sense of truth to this. Okay, let's face it. You do have to make an investment in your business. Any real business requires an investment. For all those push-button ATM people, they're, they're not listening to this message anyway, so it's not important. You're going to run into those kind of people. They're going to they're gonna answer your ad. They're going to come through your funnel. They're going to end up perhaps even on your radar, meaning you're going to end up talking to them, whether it be virtually, uh, via Skype, via, via uh, Zoom, or maybe you're going to have a, uh, you know, they come through your ManyChat funnel. The point is, is that at some point, you're going to run into the push-button ATM people. Don't waste a lot of time with them. Share some love and concern for them and hope, you know, help them get on their way. But the fact of the matter is real entrepreneurs like true professionals realize that it does take money to make money. So let's just get it out there. There is an element of truth to that statement. But, but let me say this. If we say to ourselves and we allow that to be a limiting belief or if we allow that to be a barrier to our success, that's where it becomes a challenge. And this is what the A in trap is. It's affluence. People think that you have to be affluent, that you need a lot of money or even a lot of time to be successful in business. And the answer is you can look at, you can look almost anywhere and see thousands, almost maybe endless millions of examples where people have come through and created tremendous success out of almost nothing. Fact of the matter is when my wife and I first got started in business, we were full-time employees of the United States Navy. We were not wealthy or affluent people. We went into debt big time to build our business. And some, for some reason, we have created this weird perception. It's a money mindset thing, frankly, but this weird perception that going into debt is a bad thing, that it's a negative thing, that it's a scary thing. And the fact of the matter is, it's only that way if you choose it to be. You don't have to be affluent, rich, packed full of money to be successful in business. What you do is you have to have the mindset and the belief system in yourself. If more people spent more time, energy, and focus invested in themselves and believing in themselves and developing those skill sets and those processes and leaning on their mentors, there'd be a whole lot less pain in the world. There's this estimation that it's like a 96% failure rate in this industry of businesses. Well, guess what? The reason they fail is because they quit, period. And they quit because they don't have the grit to get through. That's the fact. I'm just calling it like it is because I love you guys and I care. You don't have to be rich to be successful in business. You don't need a huge ad budget to be good in business. The simple fact of the matter is you may have to put a little more time into it. You may have to be a little more patient. You may have to develop the grit to believe in yourself enough to get through it, but you absolutely will. So don't fall for this trap, this idea that it takes, I mean, it takes money to make money for sure. You got to be able to invest in stuff. But the fact of the matter is for you to think to yourself, well, if I don't have a massive ad budget or bottomless pit of money, then I'll never make it is an absolute lie. 
It's a trap. And I've seen people fall into this all the time. On the other side, the people that I've seen be tremendously successful have gone through some of the worst trials, tribulations you can possibly imagine. Some of them are financial. Some of those trials and tribulations are financial. Some of them are health-related. Some of them are circumstances outside of their control. Their house got wiped out in a flood or their you know, family members passed on and it crushed their soul and things like that. My point is this, is that it takes grit, just like this book. It takes grit to get through things. And the grittier you are and the more you realize it's not about how wealthy you are or how much money you have access to. It's about what you do with the resources you have. That's the difference. And oh, by the way, a lot of times people say, well, I'd get started, but it's not very convenient. I build my business, but right now the timing isn't right. You know, I'm waiting on this. I'm waiting on that. Guess what? The timing's never perfect. In fact, if it feels uncomfortable, if it feels, if it feels inconvenient, then it's probably perfect. Truth. Truth. If you guys are with me on this, give me a five, like a long distance high five, because I got to know my peeps are out there and I know you guys are, but I, I got to love it, man. Jan says, no grit, no glory. Yeah, I love that. Exactly right. All right, cool. Lots of folks coming in here saying five. I appreciate you guys. Okay, now listen, the last, uh, the P and trap, and this is one of the four things that absolutely kill people or gets them stuck and keeps them from going forward in their business is the P is pedigree, meaning feeling they have to have some accomplishment they got to have a bunch of letters behind their name, like MBAs or PhDs or bachelor degree. They got to have all this stuff. They got to be a certified this or a certified that. In fact, when I first got started in coaching, I remember this woman was so stuck and she said, man, I want to be a successful coach just like you. And she was going to, you know, she hired me to be her coach and she's like, I want to be a coach. What certification do I need? I said, you don't need a certification to be a coach. And she said, well, but you have to. And you know, and she was in Canada here in Canada. Everybody says you got to have a certification. I said, that's great. Let me ask you this. What's my certification? She goes, I don't know. I said, you never asked me that question. You never asked me once before you sent me your hard-earned cash to work with you. And you're in Canada, and you didn't ask me that question. You're telling me that Canadians have to know the answer to that, right? I'm not beating up on Canadians. I'm just giving you the factual background on the story. And she said, well, what are your qualifications? I said, I'm not qualified for anything. I looked at what I could do. I looked at the pains. I found the gap, and I offered a service that creates a solution to problems. And so we were off to the races and I kind of helped shift her in that way. My point is this, stop thinking that you have to have some sort of pedigree to be successful. You don't. Does it require skill sets? Yeah, absolutely. And maybe through the development of a skill set, you get some sort of a cert certification. But unless you're going to be a heart surgeon or a, med you know, a medical person or a legal person or a, or a pilot, you got to go get a certified you know, pilot's license, things like that. Yeah, perhaps. If you're going to be a CPA, you got to have a certification. But to be a successful entrepreneur, especially in this pace, in this space rather, the only pedigree, the only training and certification you have to have is showing up every single day, being clear on your values, your vision, your mission, and your purpose, and never, ever, ever going against those things. Honoring them, honoring yourself, and showing up every single day with the desire the passion, the follow through to help other people, the freaking grit to get the freaking mission accomplished, man. That's the only pedigree you need, the only qualification you need. I look around at some of the most successful and frankly, the most inspirational entrepreneurs that I can think of, and very few of them even have a high school degree, let alone a college education. They don't go through a ton of training. They go through a ton of trial and error, testing, tweaking, learning, and adjusting. Okay, you see what I'm saying? 
It's very important. Don't fall for the trap, the trap of success, okay? It's definitely, here's the thing, guys. We can sit here all day, and I know there's tons of people out here, and they're you know saying lots of, lots of great comments, and that's awesome. But the whole thing with talent and results and affluence or money or backing or anything like that or, or feeling that you have to have this pedigree, all those things, to think you have to have those to be successful or to get started or to go through to the next level or to truly get to some great pinnacle of success, it's a trap. Stop falling for it. And if you see other people falling for it, show them by leading, by example. Showing up with your heart, showing up with your passion, showing up with your mind, showing up with your, with your wisdom and your experience and your willingness and your, and your generosity to share yourself each and every single day. And when you do, you can be a force for good. You can help people change themselves and make the decisions and the pivots they know they need to make. That's a pretty awesome thing to do when you're uh, out there building your business. All right, my friends, that's about it for today. I appreciate each and every single one of you. Lots of great comments coming in here. Always appreciate the, uh, the contributions. Just know this, that when you're putting in these comments in here, right, like Jan says, upon the plains of hesitation sits the bones of countless millions who upon the threshold of success down to wait, sat down to wait, and in waiting they died. Come on, man. Where else are you going to hear something like that? Jan, thanks for that contribution. That's amazing, right? And my point is this, is get in here, contribute, whether it's me or anybody else. We come at this, come at you five days a week, Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. This is your daily dose of awesome. This is your 15 minutes of inspiration, education, and motivation to help you get your day started off right. But it's not just me and the mentor sharing it with you. It's you sharing it with each other just like you did today. So thank you very much for being a huge part, being a part of the, uh, the solution, part of the movement, part of the force for good. I love and appreciate you guys. We'll see you again soon. And remember, no matter what course you fly in life, fly high, fly fast, and fly far. We'll talk to you soon.